This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Welcome back to On the Block. It is the second hour. And, wow, you know, it's been tough in the Big Ten. A lot of things have been happening. We talked about it. We discussed it. We went over it. Go back if you've been on the YouTube stream, the Twitch, Facebook, or Twitter. We have reached 2,000 subscribers on our way to three. And now we thank all of you for those who have participated in sharing, liking, and becoming subscribers to the new YouTube, uh, well, not new, but our YouTube channel. We thank you for that as well. A lot of things also been happening in the NFL. Wow, what a weekend it has been, not only for college football as a whole, <laughs> some some crazy games. A lot of people lost a lot of money this weekend across the board. Let's just say that oh, yeah. because a lot of those games were just absolutely crazy. They were tough, uh, but we did. We are seeing something develop out there on the East Coast mm. in the D.C. area mm. out of Baltimore, where it looks as if Lamar Jackson is having a tremendous beginning to the season after turning down the bag, mm. the big money, the big deal. What does that mean for Lamar Jackson? What is that? What do you think it means? Do you think he stays? Do you think he goes? Are you buying or selling? But first, let's talk about Lamar Jackson, who is number one in a few categories. But I'm going to have Nate touch and talk, talk about that right now. Nate, tell us about Lamar Jackson. What you think about him? Do you buy or sell him the front runner right now in the MVP voting? Uh, I'm going to throw that out to the text line because I'm going to go through a few things and try to decide kind of on the fly here because I still don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarah Heyman text line. So Lamar Jackson currently sits uh, number one in passing touchdowns, number one in passer rating. So obviously the knock on Lamar Jackson has always been kind of yeah. just throwing his passing. Um, and then uh, the rushing side, he's still getting it done. Fourth in the NFL in rushing yards. No, that is not out of quarterbacks. That is, in totality, that is in all of the NFL, fourth in rushing yards with 243, 10 passing touchdowns to start out the season. Um, here, here's where it gets interesting for Lamar Jackson. I still don't know if – I don't think I'm going to call – I'm going to say Josh Allen's still the front runner to win the MVP. I think the Bills are going to be a better Tough team. game for them this Oh, week. my gosh, I know. I Wow. That was – especially when Miami threw you a bone in – Kicked the punt into their blocker's butt, which ended up being a safety, and they shut down Josh Allen. Basically, did nothing there in the second half. Um, shout out to Miami. The Tua situation, we can get into that a little bit too. A bit, a little bit odd. NFLPA is now investigating to see if they threw Tua out there when he shouldn't have been. Possibly had a concussion, slammed his head on the turf, stumbled a little bit too. Looked like he didn't even know where he was. He ended up coming back. Dolphins win the game. Yada yada yada. Um, I still think Josh Allen is the front runner just because I think the Bills, at the end of the day, are going to be the better team. 
Now, with that being said, I, I think what's so interesting about Lamar Jackson, this is the conversation I always bring up, is the regular season accolades are great. We saw him do it, I believe it was three years ago now when he won the MVP. It might have been two. But then the Ravens, after him winning an MVP, get bounced in the first round. Uh, last year, they missed the the playoffs entirely. Lamar Jackson doesn't play. This year, they had a, a shootout against the Dolphins where I don't think you can blame it on Lamar Jackson. Their defense blows a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter, for crying out loud. Tua just absolutely shreds them. Um, Strick, I think the Ravens are getting to the point, and whether I agree with it or not, it's up for debate. I think they're going to have to pay him. Like, I, I think we're at the point now, like, with Deshaun Watson getting a fully guaranteed contract, I think that's the direction that teams are going to take. And, and that's what I think is, is really what's going to decide this, Strick, because Deshaun Watson misses an entire year of football, an entire year, does not play, and then goes into the offseason and gets a $245 million contract fully guaranteed. That's going to set the standard, and I think that Lamar Jackson has a case now that he won an MVP. He has won a playoff game. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the playoffs this year. That might decide it ultimately. But he comes into this season and through 10 games, has 10 passing touchdowns, and is fourth in the NFL in rushing. Out of running backs, quarterbacks, fullbacks, receivers, I don't care who you throw out there, fourth in rushing. So, so I think the Ravens are at the point now they might have to. Now, ultimately, do I think that's the best decision? I don't know. That's to be seen. I, I want to get some of your thoughts on this. Well, I, I think they dropped the ball in not uh, negotiating this uh, quite early. Right. Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if Lamar Jackson even wants to stay uh, Ooh. at this point. Ooh. So I think there's something to watch for him. I, I think he bet on himself. He 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 refused it. I think you've got to watch for those teams that are in need of a lead quarterback right now. I think you've got to probably take a look at even uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they bought into Trey Lance. I still think they don't, they, they're not happy with, could you imagine uh, Lamar Jackson with Debo Sanders and that crew out there? Uh, Debo uh, Samuel. With what yeah, they have, and, oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, so I'm, I'm kind of perusing and looking around right now and seeing where there could be a good fit for need uh, for for his services. Um, I, I think that would be one of the ones that I would be looking at. I think you would also uh, probably not be looking at Seattle. Seattle's probably going to look to get something. Maybe out Carolina. Of Carolina. Maybe Carolina. Maybe Carolina. Yeah. yeah. You know, him, McCaffrey, that crew, they're in need of something. So I would be looking at a few teams like that. Um, you know, you, you still – uh, trying to wait and see. I, I, I'm, I'm happy looking around and seeing what they're doing with uh, in Cincinnati. Um, not Cincinnati, but in Cleveland. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett has kind of been holding it down right yeah. now. Um, you know, the Cowboys, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there depending on how they finish out. But right now, the NFC East is shaping up yeah. to be kind of <laughs> weird. I mean, just think about what Jalen Hurts is doing over there right now. Like he's got them rolling. It's like that was an unexpected thing right there that happened out there in, in, in the NFL uh, uh, landscape with Jalen Hurts out in Philly. I think that's crazy what's going on with him. Um, so there's some there's some things that are happening. Some tremendous games. You know the Tampa the uh, the Green Bay game. Those things were were <laughs> were phenomenal over the weekend. 
and it's not as dominant as we expected. I mean, it's still going to play out, and we'll see how that, that finishes. Strick, let me ask you this, and as someone that has played at a high level professionally into contract years, kind of prove it years, does it worry you that Lamar Jackson is running as much as he is? I mean, I understand that's what makes him great. That's what makes you want to pay Lamar Jackson. But you just look at historically in the NFL, these quarterbacks that are, I don't even know if I'd put Lamar Jackson as a run-first quarterback at this time, but are as elite as they are because of their ability to run the football. I mean, you have well, to look at last game alone, Drew, he ran 11 times. Like he like well, it designed that, run eleven times, and you're on a contract. You're like if you get hurt, you're done. Yeah, I think that's where he's proving us wrong, though, right? He's showing that his capabilities still exist in that in in that realm of of, of being able to run. Uh, offenses are being schemed that way. Um, that is something that Baltimore's really got to look at. They, yeah, they've basically tailored their whole offense, yes. uh, and style around Lamar Jackson yes. at this point. If they do make a change and they don't do what's necessary in order to keep him or try to keep him, then they're going to have to totally do a revamp. Right. And that's going to be hard for them. Um, Lamar, he's, he's, he's showing us that, listen, his efficiency and his ratings are <laughs> in the top right. tier of the league. Right. He's basically showing you like everything you said about me, I'm going to prove you wrong about me. I'm going to do something to, to let you know that I'm still that guy. You know what I mean? I can handle whatever business needs to be handled and whatever way that it needs to be handled, I'm going to get it done. And that's what he's showing. And, and Strick, what's interesting, too, is I, I think we're both kind of I, – I still don't understand what we're going to do with Lamar Jackson. Like, I, I think you have to pay him. I agree with you. I don't know if it will be with Baltimore. I think they're going to try and make something work. But after negotiations this offseason, Lamar Jackson, this kind of seems like a screw you situation. Like – you didn't find a way to retain me. I'm going to prove that if I'm not the MVP, I'm at least playing at an MVP level. This one's on you. Um, I, I kind of want to flip this a little bit to a conversation that we've had a few times when it comes to the NFL. The only two remaining 3-0 and teams in the league, the Miami Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa and, and a team that you just mentioned, the Philadelphia Eagles at 3-0. and Do you think we've kind of figured out the foolproof plan like, if you're going to succeed in the NFL, it's going to be with a rookie quarterback. Because it that's, just it blows my mind it. that our theory is now literally to it's, a T playing out. It's working. It's because you can surround those guys with great linemen. You can protect them. Yeah. You can you can get weapons around them, uh, and that's what some of the guys that are struggling with right now, even to include. Uh, well, you know, I, I can't really fault what's going on down in, in, in Tampa Bay right now. I mean, right. obviously, uh, Evans was out. They, they they have a couple of their high-level pieces that was absent of this game. So I can't really fault him. I think Tom Brady did the best. He put his team in a, in a position to win the game um, and to, you know, uh, get that done, even with the, the lack of weapons that were there. Uh, but you're seeing that with – Green Bay as well. You're looking all across the landscape, yeah. and that's what you're seeing right now. To include a struggling Denver, now, right. you 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 could look at this whole thing. And would never thought Denver was struggling the way they are, right? It's you bad. can look at even yeah. teams playing the playing phenomenal right now without those type of big bad quarterbacks on it. And and look, they're not winning big right now. But just look at how well Seattle's playing right now yeah. without Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, so you can just go down and just look at each of those situations and kind of find yourself. Um, that 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 modus operandi works 
and it's and it's something that people are going to be looking at going forward. Well, let me ask you this too, because this this will be my next point, and this one's a little bit unbelievable. It makes me look pretty bad. We can we can name this segment where Nathan was wrong because now the only zero and three team in the entire NFL is the Las Vegas Raiders. I know we talked at first like Aaron Rodgers was going to be the one missing Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams goes and teams up with his old buddy at Fresno State, Derek Carr, and while they have had some pretty tough matchups, the Chargers, Cardinals, and Titans, for what it's worth, they are now the only team in the NFL 0-3. Do you think it's time to hit the panic button there in Vegas? I mean, no, not necessarily. I I think because of the division that they're in, it it doesn't bode well for them, right? Um, I think getting off to that start doesn't help, but it's not necessarily over. Uh, They've got to figure it out. They've got a Nebraska type of situation. They've got to go back and do some homework. They've got to sit down and get in film and figure out what the heck is going on. But they've had so much craziness and, 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 you know, unpredictability and, Top draft picks, you know, rugs and and just, just things like that yeah. going on. Gruden, yeah. they just had so much turnover and turn uh, turnover and 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 just trial and tribulation going on down there. It's 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 weird. It's just one of these weird things. Um, my thing is Sutter Hammond text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. How long do you think before they get an NBA team there? Ooh, I want to throw that out there. How long do you think? Do you think it's within the next three uh, three years or five plus? Now, does Vegas? But I think something's coming. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Does Vegas have an arena that they could already play in? Yeah, yeah. T-Mobile Arena is literally right there in the heart. Oh, okay. Of uh, right across from uh, where usually when I go there, I stay at the uh, Park MGM, uh, right across the street from T-Mobile Arena. It's a it's kind of a nice little area great restaurants it's right next to new york new york and and so forth and so on but it's it's a nice little arena they, they played some games they, they they tried to do some test runs by doing some uh, uh olympic trial games and stuff like that when the olympic team was playing uh so yeah then you've got the aces that are there but obviously the wnba doesn't do very well right now they had a good parade the though their parade was lit they had a ton of people there yeah well that's that's good that's good. I mean, because it's a very transient city. So I don't know. It's interesting. I just wanted to, you know, figure that out. Um, do you add one or do you add two? What What is another city that you you could foreshadow or foresee that would be another place to put put a team? Do you go back to Seattle? I was about That's to say, I yeah. I, I think that the Supersonics coming back would probably be your best bet. Now, would they come back yeah. under the Supersonics brand? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm not really sure why they left in the first place. I would assume it was financially and Oklahoma City was was willing to support a team. Obviously, we see they have some of the best fans in the NBA, yeah. so that's probably a big part of it. Um, well, Strick, before we uh, head into commercial break and get on Brian Munson, I want to get your breakdown of tonight's game. Uh, Giants sitting at 2-0. and uh, For what it's worth, I did say the only 3-0 and teams in the NFL are the Eagles and the Dolphins. The Giants have a chance to be the third team to be in that 3 and 0 rating against the Cowboys the Cowboys sitting at 1 and 1 obviously Dak Prescott goes down Cooper Rush steps in has a game winning drive last week for what it's worth um what do you see in tonight's game i know you're over in Jerry World you're going to be checking that one out what what are your thoughts on monday night football well obviously you know Daniel Jones um you know how is he going to play 
not having Dak, um, what 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 type of quarterback play is going to happen? You know, obviously they like to use uh, Saquon Barkley in a lot of different ways. Um, you're going to see is Micah Parsons in the defense going to right. uh, keep things in order, or uh, is it going to get away from them? Because they got to they got to offense the offense of the Cowboys got to do a good job of uh, extending uh, of, of time of possession, of making sure they stay on the field, of uh, converting third down conversions. Uh, not getting behind the chains. They have to do that tonight because otherwise I think it could be some trouble for them uh, being yeah. that uh, they're, they're lacking some pieces that they, they, they would hope that they would have. Yeah. Uh, I also misspoke. I want to correct myself. You're actually in New York. I don't know why I was thinking Jerry world uh, over there in <laughs> Dallas, but in New York uh, for what it's worth too, the giants uh, Vegas is favoring them by a point and the matchup predictor has the giants, a 56% chance of winning this football game. Saquon Barkley comes into a 236 yards rushing and a touchdown. How crazy would it be? Strick, I know you're not a, a big Cowboys guy, so you're probably pulling for the Giants in this one if I had to guess. How crazy would it be if we're going into week four of NFL football and the only 3-0 and teams in the league are the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Eagles. That is probably uh, chalk that up as uh, three teams that I never thought I would say would be the only three and O teams. Yeah, that would be absolutely crazy <laughs> because no one, there's no one could have predicted that, you know, that scenario when you look at it. I mean, the weather's going to be great. It's 71 degrees right now. Oh, nice. We're in East Rutherford. Um, I think they'll uh, be a, a, a raucous and rowdy crowd. Yeah. Uh, but we're 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 gonna see. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot to this game. Uh, again, Cooper Rush is gonna be leading the charge yeah. for for uh, the Cowboys. Um, you know, Mike McCarthy usually does a wonderful job of getting them uh, getting them ready for games. But um, you know, Micah Parsons is is a <laughs> is a freaking menace, and so. You know, let's let's just see how it plays out, man. But you're right; that would be crazy to have two NF, crazy. Uh, NFC East teams uh, doing doing that well this early in the, in the in the segment. We thought they'd probably be one of the weakest divisions, but uh, they're turning out to be one of the toughest, right? Now. Which is crazy because if you remember two years ago, they called it the NFC Least because Taylor Heineke mm -hmm. and the Washington Football Team was your representative out of the NFC East. Uh, gave Tom Brady a fight in the Buccaneers too in the, uh, the first round of the. NFL playoffs, which was very interesting. Uh, Kelsey has a question before we go to break. Strick, he says, uh, Nate, I'll throw you this to, to you too, Strick. Do you think Devontae Adams has buyer's remorse for taking the check to join the Raiders and becoming a loser like he is now? Um, still early on, but you have to look at what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Playing with his uh, number one receiver now is a rookie, and Alan Lazard pretty decent red zone target <laughs> like this man Aaron Rodgers say what you will but he has somehow made the Packers into a 2-1 football team and Devontae Adams is sitting there at 0-3 so I don't know if he has buyer's remorse because he got paid and that's what he was looking for but my god this is not the direction that I thought the Packers would be headed in this is not the direction I thought the Raiders would be headed in yeah um yeah you're looking at ESPN every night and looking at uh what they're doing right now and you're like uh you know what I'm saying? I thought this was going to – sometimes greener pastures are not necessarily green on the other side. You know what I mean? Sometimes you step across there and it's dry. And it's dry right now. 
over there in Las Vegas, that's for sure. Which is really crazy, uh, and it's Romeo Dobbs is now <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' number one target. Uh, number two, at least last night, or against the Buccaneers, Randall Cobb, who is like 47 years old. So He's like old as me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I don't – listen, I, I don't know what's going on in Green Bay, but Aaron Rodgers is doing something right. Maybe it was a good decision for him to stay in Green Bay and let Devontae Adams walk. I'm not entirely sure. But it will certainly be interesting, especially if those are the three teams that are sitting at 3-0. and For what it's worth, I'm taking the Giants tonight. I think Saquon Barkley's having a good season. I think Daniel Jones fits me in Strick's theory. Guess what? Daniel Jones still on his rookie contract, Strick. I don't know what it is. I think we might be on to something, but something about those rookie quarterback contracts, building a team around him, it's really worked out uh, recently in the NFL, which is very interesting. we got to get into some Nebraska talk. Saturday, 6.30, they'll face off against the Indiana Hoosiers. Three-and-a-half-point favorites. Interesting line for the Huskers. Brian Munson will break it all down. We'll be right back on the block. 